Welcome back and thank you for joining me. My name is Ernie Harwell, all-star catcher for the Maui Makos and once a state college steed. Stay tuned for today's episode of PBE Motown. Hi, this is all-star catcher Ernie Harwell. Whoever said that a smell could bring you back a flood of memories was certainly right. Whenever I use pine saw in my home, I'm brought back to visiting my grandmother as a little girl. <laughs> she always kept her house smelling fresh. I have pine saw to thank for that. All right, well, it's World Series time. Our Division series are over. Boise, Providence are in the books. Boise didn't need much time taking down Providence in three games. They won 4 nothing, 9-7, 6 to 6-3. Uh, we'll get into some of the performances in just a minute over on the Legends side. New Orleans took on Detroit. New Orleans jumped out to a 1-0 lead, but Detroit finished strong, winning 7-6, 4-3, and 3-2. Those were some pretty close games. Maybe we'll see what theatrics were necessary to win. This is what we believe. Technology alone is not enough. Faster, thinner, lighter. These are all good things. But when technology gets out of the way, everything becomes more delightful. Even magical. That's when you leap forward and you end up with something like this. iPhone 7. All right, well, over on the Providence side, hitting was a little bit of an issue. Uh, you know, I'm actually I'm looking here. It's interesting. It seems like a ton of home runs were hit by Providence. Uh, Lemon hit one. Sloking hit one. Ruiz, Crustis, Cladera, Cologne, all hit two. Burrow and Love hit three. Uh, just Dorvich hit two. There were a lot of home runs, but the RBIs didn't follow. Uh, the most anyone had were six, mostly four and five. Uh, betting average wasn't very great. So let's get into uh, Providence's betting order for the series. Lemon batted 225 with one home run and six RBIs in the series. He went... Uh, Oh for four, two for four with two runs and three RBIs. Tried to be the hero in a seven-nine loss. Then settled down one for five and finished the series in the finale, going two for five. Ruiz had a down performance, batting second. He hit below the Mendoza line, 194, with two home runs, four RBIs. For the series, he got started in game one, going two for four, and then was quiet the rest of the way. Batting third, Krustik was maybe the lone live hitter, hot hitter, in the Providence batting order for this series. He batted 361, two home runs, and five RBI. Uh, he had two games where he went three for four. 
multiple two RBI games, hit home run in the 7-9 loss, but it wasn't enough. Cladera hit just over 200 at 212 with two home runs and six, uh, four RBIs. For the series, you can guess he was pretty quiet, going one for three in the opener and then not getting a hit again till the end when he was one for four with a home run and two RBI. Willie Colon batting fifth, which surprises me. I don't know this team very well, but Colon is always a great hitter. Uh, he batted 278 for the series, two home runs and six RBIs. For this series, he started off ice cold 0 for 7, then got warmed up going 2 for 3 and 1 for 5 in the finale. Both those last games, he hit a home run. That's the Willie Colon I know. Followed by Burton, or Burrow, the catcher, did not have a good series. Batted 175 with three home runs and four RBI. For Burrow, he spread out his bad betting average. Uh, actually, it didn't look like he had that bad of a series. He went 0 for 4 in the opener, then 1 for 5 with a home run, 2 for 4, and then 1 for 5 with a home run. That is uh, quite misleading, having a batting average of 175 with all that production. So hats off to Burrow. That is the most productive 175 batting average I've ever seen. After Burrow, we had Will Love batting 235 with three home runs and four RBI. In the series, Will opened out going 0 for 4 in the 0 4 loss, then got 2 for 5 with a home run and some rubies. Fouled that up another game with a home run, 1 for 3. And then the in the series finale loss went 2 for 5. Sloking, the 8 hitter Betted 125 for the series, one home run, four RBIs. For Sloking, he was held without a hit. I don't know how you bat 125 without a hit. Uh, he had a run in the second game, a couple walks, four strikeouts. Uh, it was a forgettable series for Sloking. Dordovich, the shortstop, batting ninth, batted 188 for the series with two home runs and three RBIs. Looking at his games, he opened out going the first two games 0 for 8 with two strikeouts, then started to get going 1 for 4 with another two strikeouts, and then finished in the finale going 2 for 3 with two runs a walk and a strikeout. Hi, Ernie Harwell here, all-star catcher for the Maui Makos. Just to remind you that the $5 footlong orchard chicken salad sub is back, packed with juicy chicken, sweet apples, tart cranberries, and crunchy-licious celery. It's a bushel of flavor on freshly baked bread here for a limited time subway eat fresh over on the providence pitching side go starting with their starters dasa nivas number three dasa pitched started two games for that for providence in the first loss the 0-4 loss, he went six innings, allowing three runs, striking out four, allowing six hits. In his second start, 
he didn't make it out of the first inning, allowing four runs on five hits and one strikeout. Ivy Leaf started in a seven nine loss, went five and two thirds, allowing five or all five runs or allowing five runs on six hits, striking out two and walking one. That was his own only appearance in the series. Bark Merle <clears throat> got a start in a 6-3 loss. He went three and a third, allowing five runs on nine hits, striking out three and getting the loss. Long reliever, Rich Evans, got into two games. In the 7-9 loss, he earned the loss, going two innings, allowing two runs on two hits, striking out one, but walking three. In his second appearance, in Boise's 7-8 loss, <clears throat> he did not get a decision. He went three innings allowing two runs on four hits with two strikeouts. For the series, he pitched five innings, allowing six runs, uh, sorry, allowing six hits, four runs, two of them earned, three strikeouts and three, three walks and three strikeouts. CJ Brandinson, the other lung reliever, got into three games in the series. Staying pretty clean, allowing no runs. Uh, he got a third of an inning, a third of an inning and two and a third in the in this finale. Did not earn a decision in any of them. For the series, CJ Brandinson pitched three innings Three walks, one strikeout, no hits, and no earned runs. Middle reliever, sports boy, got into two outings. The first outing was just one inning, clean. The second outing, he stayed, stuck around for three and a third, allowing two hits, one run with one strikeout, did not earn a decision. For the series, Sportsboy pitched three and two-thirds, allowing two hits, one run, one earned run, and one strikeout. <clears throat> Stopper George Washington got into three games. His first game went three innings, allowing one hit, one run, two strikeouts. His second outing, he pitched an inning, allowed a run, one strikeout, or allowed a hit and one strikeout, no runs. And George Washington pitched the finale, going one and two thirds, three walks, and one strikeout, not allowing a hit or a run. For the series, George Washington pitched five and two thirds, allowing two hits, one run, one earned run, three walks and four strikeouts in five and two-thirds. The other stopper, Rin Kagamine, made it to two games, got the loss in the second. In the first, he went two and two-thirds, allowed a hit, two runs, two walks, three strikeouts. In the second game, the last game of the series, he went one and two-thirds, allowing four hits, two runs, with two strikeouts, with the loss. For the series, Ren Kagamine pitched f uh, th four and a third with five hits, four runs, two walks, and five strikeouts, and one did earn the loss.
this finishes out the season for Providence, which I think uh, they had high expectations going in. They finished second in the East behind the Voyagers, three games behind the Voyagers. Uh, overall, they had... Uh, A pretty good season. We'll uh, dive into some of those stats in another episode. Hi, Ernie Howell here. Ever sit on the toilet and have a never-ending wipe? Those days are over. I've invented One Wipes, a new form of toilet paper that contains a solution where with just one wipe, you're fresh and clean. Don't deal. All right, well, as mentioned earlier, Boise goes on, defeats Providence in the Divisional Series. Let's take a look at Boise's hitting and pitching throughout the series, starting with catcher Toot Bland, batted 303 for the series. Uh, so... Uh, Went to the plate 17 times, got three hits, one run, two walks, and one strikeout. He did not record a stolen base. Batting second for this series, center fielder Bridget Eurobeat Westfall. Eurobeat came to the plate 17 times, three hits. Two runs, one RBI. Did manage two walks and three strikeouts with two stolen bases for the center fielder. Batting third. Left fielder, Petra Saber. Petra managed 19 at-bats in this series with no walks, one strikeout. In his 19 at-bats, he managed six hits, three runs, and two RBI. He did manage three stolen bases as well. Betting fourth, right fielder, Johnny Pluto. Johnny came to the plate 16 times in the series, recorded five hits. So five for 16 with two runs, three RBI. Managed two walks and one strikeout. Backing up Pluto, was RHB, Andrew Aram, the designated hitter. For the series, Aram recorded 14 at-bats and was 6 for 14 in hitting. He managed three runs, four RBI, and a home run on the 26th win over Providence. That game was, that, in that game he was critical going two for five with two runs and three RBIs in a tight win. For the series, he also struck out twice and walked four times. Backing up Aram, shortstop, Parker Peanut, Bochamp. Peanut Butter recorded 16 at-bats, went two for 16 for the series. He did manage to score three runs, but also struck out three times while walking once. Second baseman, Vladimir Bondar. He recorded 17 at-bats. In his 17 at-bats, he managed seven hits, so seven for 17, with three strikeouts and one walk. While going seven for 17, he also recorded five runs, and three RBI. Both of his uh, two games, he was critical in the 6-3 win and the 9-7 win, both tight wins. He managed to score two runs. That helped his team. Batting up 
backing up Blander, Bendor, was third baseman Sax Justice. We'll find out was Justice served in this series. He batted seven. He came to play seventeen times with one walk and four five strikeouts. In his seventeen at bats, he had three hits, three runs, four RBIs, and no home runs. He did manage one stolen base for the third baseman. First baseman Ham. He batted. 18 times in the series with one walk and four strikeouts and two stolen bases. In his 16 at-bats, he managed six hits and 16 at-bats. He scored five times and batted in seven. Also, two home runs. He was crucial in Providence's 9-7 win where he went two for four with two home runs, three RBI, and two runs in that game. This series may have been different. That was the second game of the series. If that had gone to Providence, the series would have been tied. So, Randis Ham, your team thanks you. <clears throat> Moving over to the pitching side. Of the... Boise. Uh, they had first their starting pitcher, Daly Chank. Daly got in two games this series, getting getting one win. For his two games, he pitched thirteen innings, allowing eleven hits and five runs. In those 13 innings, he struck out eight and walked two. Lucas Andrew, starting pitcher, got into one game, did not get a decision. In that in the series, he pitched six innings, allowing five hits, three runs, while getting four strikeouts and allowing only one walk. Tom Riddle, starting pitcher for Boise, also got in one one game, one win, going six and two-thirds, allowing one run on six hits, striking out seven while walking one. Nice series for Tom Riddle. Derek Rogers, starting pitcher, managed a win. Well, only pitching two and a third for the series. No, sorry. He managed one win while pitching in two games, totaling four innings. In those four innings, he allowed two hits, no runs, three walks, and one strikeout. That seems like a low amount of innings for a starter, but he did help his team. Timmy Timmy did not make it on the field during this series. Uh, moving over to the relief pitchers, Amore, Gancos Amore, managed to get in for one game, did not get a decision. He totaled two and a third innings, allowing two runs on three hits, while striking out one and walking one. McDonald's Hamburger, relief pitcher for Boise, did not get on the field either for this series. Jenkins Miller, Jenkins got in for two games this series, did a lot with it. He got a win and a save in his two appearances. In his win, he went one and a third, striking out three. In his save, he went one, one-third of an inning, striking out one, walking one. Totals for the series, he pitched one and two-thirds, striking out four, walking one, did not allow a hit or a run in either outing. 
Finally, the closer for Boise, Matthew Casper, the friendly ghost Paul. Casper got in three games this series, managed to get one save. In his save, he went two-thirds of an inning with no hits, no runs, no strikeouts, no walks, a clean two-thirds. Total for the series in the three games, he did make it in. Casper pitched five and a third, allowing six hits, six runs, six walks, and seven strikeouts. So there you have it. Uh, what stuck with me after going through those stats is that Boise's starting pitchers really were the difference. They all went six and a third, uh, strong innings, strong performances. Uh, it wasn't necessarily the hitting or the relief pitching, but Boise's starting pitching really stuck, uh, stuck out to me. We'll see tonight Boise will be taking on Detroit in the World Series. Hi, everybody. It's all-star catcher, Ernie Harwell. Ladies, can't get those corns into those new pairs of shoes? Introducing Corn Buster. You apply the cream over your bunion, and within minutes, the deep, penetrating solution forms a crust. With one simple wipe, you'll be able to get your foot into those high heels, girl. All right. In our second series of the evening... New Orleans took on Detroit, representing the Champions Conference Divisional Series. New Orleans finished the season 68-40, and 40, four games behind Death Valley. Detroit also finished second, going 64-44, and 44, finishing 13 games behind the Indianapolis Apex. Let's take a look at how the, the series went. Detroit wins the series. Three games to one. New Orleans took the first game 10 to 4, and Detroit really played well in close games, winning the next three each by one run, winning 7 6, 4 3, and 3 2 to win the series. I want to take a look at New Orleans and Detroit's pitching and hitting throughout the series and highlight who did what. All right, starting with New Orleans. We're going to take a look at their hitting first. Oops. Uh, I promise you we're going to check it out. Just a second. Um, all right. We have Beauregard batting first. Gustave. Beauregard, center fielder for New Orleans. Gustav managed 17 at-bats in the series, striking out four times, walking once, and three stolen bases. In those 17 at-bats, he managed seven hits, four runs, and two RBIs. He was... Oh, I'm sorry. Let's do that again. Uh, in the series, Gustav managed 21 at-bats, striking out five times, walking once, and getting recording five stolen bases. In the series, he was uh, he, he was a terror in the game one, recording two stolen bases, going two for four with two runs. And an RBI. For the series, Gustav batted 9 for 21 with 6 runs, 3 RBI, 2 home runs, while walking once and striking out 5 times. Uh, he started the series off fantastic in a fantastic form, going 2 for 4, with a home run 
and four for five with a home run in the first two games. <clears throat> After Gustave, we have shortstop Paulo Di Stefano. Di Stefano. Did his usual. He batted 22 times while striking out six times and walking once. In those 22 at bats, Paulo was 8 for 22 while getting four runs, five RBI, and two home runs. He was also a terror. Game one win, he was three for five with two runs and two RBIs and two strikeouts. Batting third, D.H. Videl Valor. Videl batted 18 times while recording four walks and four five strikeouts. In those 18 at-bats, Velour spread out four hits while scoring once, driving in three runs, and no stolen bases. Not how you want your three-hitter to perform. Third baseman, Naz Hamed. Naz he batted 19 times in those 19 at-bats. He got three walks and one strikeout. In those 19 at-bats, he only accomplished two hits, scoring once and driving in one run. Wolf, W.R. Wolf, batting fifth. In the series, recorded 19 at-bats with three walks and a strikeout. In those 19 at-bats, he got 17 hits and 19 at-bats, scoring four runs and driving in four while hitting two home runs. You know what? I'm going to pause for some commentary. The games were so close, each game was decided by, each of the last three games was decided by one run, and having their three and four hitters just not perform must have been the difference. But we'll get into Detroit side and their pitching as well. Okay, uh, next we had Todd Hafner, first baseman. Todd, Todd. Todd recorded 20 at-bats in the series with one walk and one strikeout. In those 20 at-bats, he managed four hits, so four for 20 with one run and two RBI. After the game one, he did not record a run or an RBI for his team. He was quiet. Right fielder, Ruben Kodak Ramirez. Kodak for the series recorded 19 at-bats with zero walks and six strikeouts. In those in the series, he was two for 19 with five six strikeouts, one run and one RBI. Betting eighth, catcher Christopher Bra. Christopher recorded 18 at bats with one walk with eight strikeouts. So, in those 18 at bats with eight strikeouts, he managed three hits, scoring twice in one RBI. <clears throat> Batting ninth, left fielder Miguel Ortega. 
Miguel managed 18 at-bats in the series. In those 18 at-bats, he struck out four times. He also walked once and stole one base. Uh, for the series, Miguel recorded five hits, five for 18, with three runs, two RBI, and one home run. Over on the pitching side for New Orleans. Pitcher Manny DeFarini. Manny managed one game. He went six innings, allowing three runs on five hits, while striking out five and walking four. He did not get a decision in his game, in his appearance. Starting pitcher Aiden McDougal saw action twice, getting one win and one loss. In his win, he went six and two-thirds, allowing four hits, three runs, while striking out five and walking none. For the series, Aiden pitched 11 and a third, allowing 13 hits, eight runs, and striking out six. Starting pitcher Hiro Nakamura saw action twice in the series, earning one loss. For the series, Hiro pitched 11 innings, allowing 7 hits, 9 runs, while walking 5 and striking out 4. Starting pitcher John Rayner also saw action three times in the series, did not receive any decisions. In those three outings, Rayner pitched six innings, allowing four hits and two runs. One of those earned. In those six innings, he allowed three walks and seven strikeouts. Uh, going over to the relief pitchers, hurling from Boston, Junk Ball Jeremiah. Jeremiah did not see action in this outing. Right fielder James Pleasant. James saw action in two games this series, earning a loss in the September 30th 2 3 loss to Detroit. For the series, James pitched three innings, allowing three hits, one run, while striking out three. Relief pitcher Luke Coolhand Wright, hailing from Brooklyn, New York. Uh, Luke saw action in three games while earning one loss. In those three games, Luke pitched seven and a third, allowing seven hits and two runs. In those seven innings, he also struck out five and walked one. Closer, Gristle McThornbody. Interesting. Name, uh, he only saw action in one game. In that game, he did not get a decision. Pitched two-thirds of an inning, walking one, striking out one. Now, that does the that does it for the New Orleans side. I am curious. You have your closer, which you would think is maybe your best pitcher, maybe your best short pitcher. And you had three games that you decided by one run, yet he only saw action in one of them. Uh, maybe he doesn't have stamina. I'm not sure. Let's take a look. Crystal McThornbody. Uh, I don't see it in the stamina 31. Yeah, so he has very low stamina. He was only able to get into one game to try to help his team. All right. 
Going over to the Detroit side of the ball. Betting first, Denny, no mustache. Short stop for Detroit. Danny saw 21, recorded 21 at-bats in the series while walking once, striking out twice, and swiping four bases. In those 21 at-bats, Danny recorded eight hits, seven run while scoring seven times and driving in four. He was crucial in the 28, September 28th win, the 4-3 win where he hit two home runs, three for four, with three runs and three RB, two RBIs. He does not, that team does not win. Detroit does not win without Danny's monster performance in that game. Nicholas Nicky Dimes, center fielder, batting second. Nicky recorded 18 at-bats in the series while walking four times and striking out twice. He also stole four bases, one in each of the first four games. In the series, 18 at-bats, he recorded six hits. He went six for 18, about 333 batting average. Uh, recording four runs and only two RBIs. He did manage a home run for his team. Betting third, Arno Drakenberg, left fielder for Detroit. Drakenberg managed 20 at-bats in the series while striking out four times and walking once. He also stole three bases. In his 20 at-bats, Drecklenberg recorded eight hits while scoring three runs and driving in four. Drecklenberg was instrumental in the game two 7-6 win where he had three hits and drove in three RBI. Third baseman, Haywood Dinkle. Haywood had a quiet series. Haywood recorded 17 at-bats, striking out three times and walking twice. In the series, in those 17 at-bats, he recorded only three hits, scoring twice and getting six hit, uh, RBI. So he did make, he did help his team out recording an RBI in every game. So Haywood showing that there's more than just the stats. Not a very good batting average, but must have had a few sacrifice flies and getting runs over. First baseman, Jimmy Polkadot's Blamo. Jimmy recorded 18 at-bats while striking out a ton. In those 18 at-bats, he struck out eight times and walking twice. Uh, he also recorded just two hits, two runs, three RBI. Right fielder, stacking paper. Ben known as Ben by his friends, recorded 19 at-bats. In those 19 at-bats, he walked once, struck out three times. He did manage a stolen base. In those 19 at-bats, he recorded four hits, one run, two runs, and four RBI. I'm sorry, two R one RBI. Keeps going down every time I look. Catcher, crash wagon. Carlos Crushwagon recorded 
19 at-bats for the series, striking out three times, walking once. In those 19 at-bats, he recorded three hits, one run, and driving in one RBI. DH, the Jet Jaguar, he recorded 18 at-bats for the series while striking out three times and walking once. In those 18 at-bats, Jet recorded went three for 18 with two runs and one RBI. Second baseman batting ninth, Newfoundland Berserker approached the plate 18 times as well while recording three strikeouts in one walk. For the series, he was two for 18 with two runs and one RBI. All right, so we've gone through Detroit hitting. Uh, nothing really stuck out in terms of phenomenal hitting, but they did beat a good team. So we're going to find out here. I believe we're going to find their pitching was the, the difference. Starting with Kato Waka. Walker Kato. Kato found, found himself in two games this series, earning one win. For the two games, or in the win, he went five and a third allowing three runs on seven hits while striking out three. For the series, he pitched 11 and two-thirds, allowing 12 hits, six runs, walking five and striking out six. Starting pitcher Dirk Diglett managed to get in one game this series, going six innings, allowing three runs on eight hits, striking out three, walking one. Pitcher Damian Hummingbird, Jensen Crenshaw, starting pitcher, did earn a save in this series while appearing in two games. Damian Hummingbird, Hummingbird pitched a total of three and a third, allowing one run on three hits while striking out and walking one apiece. Starting pitcher... Lewis Duckworth found two games of action while earning a win. In the series, he pitched five innings, one run, three hits, six strikeouts. Starting pitcher, Tomas Palmer. Tomas found himself in two games, did not earn a decision. In those two games, he pitched three innings, allowing four hits, four runs, walking one, and striking out three. Richie, Ricky Vaughn. The Ricky Vaughn, we don't know, but he found himself in two games while earning a win and a loss. In the loss, he pitched five innings, allowing five runs on eight hits while striking out four and walking two. While in his win, he pitched seven and a third, allowing two runs on four hits while striking out eight and walking one. I'm sure he's glad he was able to get back in the game and make a difference after his game one loss. <clears throat> right on dirty, right and dirty. Uh, number 14, pitcher, uh, he got in two games a series while earning a win. In those two games, he pitched, pitched well, striking out, uh, pitching five innings, allowing two hits, one run, walking three, striking out six. Sad Pepe. Sad Pepe did not make an appearance in this series all right well I think uh, Detroit Demons just had some the right mix of things to go on and uh, managed to beat New Orleans 
so going into tonight's matchup for the World Series, we have Boise at Detroit. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Boise over Detroit, which that's only if I have money on it. I'm hoping Detroit can win, being a hailing from the Motor City myself. I'd love to see Detroit bring home some hardware. We've had a rough uh, stretch here sport-wise, so even if we have to uh, call on our PBE team to represent the Pistons, the Red Wings, the Lions, and the Tigers, hey, I'll take it. All right, well, thank you for listening to this Divisional Series recap. Hopefully uh, you heard your player's name and stats on how they did. I am trying to change up some of the formats we use. Uh, my time is very limited, and I would uh, appreciate your patience while I kind of develop what this should be. This is not the uh, end product. You might notice that my format changes slightly every podcast, which could be annoying. I hope it gets better as we do it. So thanks again. And look for you on Discord tonight for the Detroit-Boise World Series. Hi, this is all-star catcher Ernie Harwell. Whoever said that a smell could bring you back a flood of memories was certainly right. Whenever I use Pine Sol in my home, I'm brought back to visiting my grandmother as a little girl. She always kept her house smelling fresh. I have Pine Sol to thank for that.